This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter, at VOCNation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist and TNA superstar Kurt Angle. And you're listening to In The Room, the best talk show that you can hear. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com, your favorite podcast provider as well. And uh, I'm excited to announce that I'm opening my own FanTime account as well. Uh, you guys can check it out, FanTime.com slash Brady Hicks. Uh, we're going to have all kinds of great content on there for you guys. Uh, I am only playing, of course. Uh, what's going on, Kathy Fitz? How you doing tonight? Kathy, I, I saw that you signed up. For, I don't know how you got on there that fast on the account, but uh, you are my first subscriber, which is great. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Uh, <laughs> I haven't even put up the bikini set yet. Uh, <laughs> oh uh, welcome also <laughs> welcome also the one and only maestro of professional wrestling. Papa Stro, I saw a picture of you today on Facebook, and you are looking svelte. I, what's your secret? Did you just stop eating? <laughs> oh, guys, no. You look great. Uh, just like the old song says, e- eating right, living good, or trying to live good anyway. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the opposite of both. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, once again, we have Matt Grimm with us. What's going on, Matt? It's cold outside. 
Oh my Very god, cold it's cold outside. outside. Yeah, I, I have a whole folder on my uh, on my fan time account just dedicated to just me walking down like the freezer aisles and stuff like that. It's amazing. Oh. People are gonna have to check this out. <laughs> nice. How about that? That's crazy. How much things can change in a week? I, I think it was on last week's show. I was talking about Mandy Rose and like her joining the main roster and like how she was going to be this huge deal. And now all of a sudden it's looking like she's either going to continue to just post on the stand site and not do wrestling anymore, or I would assume jump over to AEW and probably become become one of their most marketable stars if she does. It's crazy. Did you see the bit where she's like already like half a million dollars richer? <laughs> they, they were saying. So weak. I know. <laughs> they were saying she's going to be a millionaire by Christmas. That's five days away. <laughs> insane. It is insane. Who is paying for this? Mark Wildman is. I'm only kidding, Mike. You're not. Uh, <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Uh, Mike, Mike's on the line. We'll get to him shortly. Uh, yeah, now, he actually had no idea, uh, which just goes to show you, again, that the Internet community that complains and is so vocal is such a small portion of these audiences. You know, there are so many people who don't read the dirt sheets. It's insane. It, it, you don't realize it. So, it's pretty crazy. No, you don't. I, I, yeah. But I could see, and I know she's not like... She's not Luthez. I get that. But if she were to join AEW, she's borderline mainstream, I would think. Like, she probably, this is probably as big as she's ever going to get in wrestling. If she capitalizes on this. I would think. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I, I could see her kind of doing in AEW what she did on NXT, which is kind of run the division. So, love the picture, man. That's fantastic. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) George Cassandra. You know, somebody photoshopped my face on that picture once. I... (laughs) Last year we had... Last year we had to do a, a have you have you ever heard of a, a pirate gift exchange? I think it's a, I think it's pirate or white elephant. Yeah. Some people call it. You know yeah. what I mean? Where yeah. like you open a present and like somebody can steal it or whatever. So my gift, my contribution to this, was a framed picture of my face on George Costanza's body on the couch. My aunt won it, and nobody would steal it from her. She had, they, they just nobody had the heart to take it from her. So. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> <Didn't>, <laughs> I can't get the crickets up fast enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, so that's so that's uh, so that's where we are tonight. Everybody, have a great night and thanks for tuning in. Now I'm only kidding. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Um, by the way, the drunken episode. Uh, you wouldn't know it by the start, but the drunken episode is actually next week. Seven days from now, December twenty seventh, we'll uh, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get lit. And I actually have to make a note right here. 
Mm-hmm. My Christmas list is right here, and I and I have stuff I got to run out and do when I'm off on Friday, Matt. One of them is I have to buy alcohol because all I have ah. right now is wine, and wine always gives me a hangover. So I got to go out and get some it, beer. It'll do that. That's uh, yeah. that's first. Yeah, that's first. Because mm-hmm. it is a work night now. I'm an adult. I'm just like an adult, you know, in almost every way. So yeah, so as so a beer, it is. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. So we'll have some fun next week, and and the joy with that show is like I can listen back, and it's like listening for the first time, which is always nice. Mm-hmm. So. And no throwing up. <laughs> and no throwing up. That's right, Kathy. No throwing up. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna gag on the air this year. That's how confident I am. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, and I encourage yeah. people like because there have been people that haven't called in in forever and I always encourage them to call in during the drunken episode uh, mostly because I'm trashed and I don't have to deal with them as much but you know we've had former co-hosts call in we've had people that callers that haven't called in for years uh, I think Dustin is still mad at me because um a couple weeks ago, I made that CM Punk joke. He he told me he was straight edge, and I asked him if he if he um if that meant that he didn't drink or do drugs or have sex just like CM Punk, and he hung up on me. <laughs> and he didn't like that. He didn't like that. I mm. <laughs> I assume CM Punk has sex. I'm always kidding. Mm. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I assume. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they just skip around the apartment walking the dog. I really don't know. Whatever they uh, do. Oh, you're hitting cameras. Uh, yeah. Please. You're hitting cameras. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. So anyway, I'm trying to think. Um, last week, the, the big hubbub... Hubbub's a thing, right? Yeah, last week the big hubbub was that they were talking about having Roman Reigns defend the title twice at WrestleMania. Everybody was kind of like either up in arms or loved the idea. I think I'm somewhere in between with it. I, I think it would be cool. Um, but in general, I like the idea of a unified title. Uh, now this week, what everybody seems to be talking about, and, and for the life of me, I hope to God they change course with it. But this whole deal with Sami Zayn is eventually going to not be with the bloodline anymore. And, like, from my perspective, I think the bloodline is the best thing on WWE by far. I mean by far. There's nothing as as, as good as that group. And Sami Zayn is a huge part of that. So, like, for me... I'm not really in a rush to see how it looks if Sami Zayn leaves. And they're talking about Solo going with him. It's like, I don't know. It's just like, it works. And when it works, unless there's an injury, I don't see the reason in breaking it up. Like, for example, when Shawn Michaels and, and Hunter, when they started DX in 1997... The trio with China worked. There was no reason to break them up. Except that Sean got hurt and they had to go in another direction. I kind of equate it to the same kind of thing. I think 
I, I, I think there's no reason to break that group up or, or start introducing new people and getting rid of old ones unless there's a reason. I agree. I mean, yeah. Like, it, I, I agree with you. There, it's, that is the best thing on WWE programming, bar none. Um, I mean, you know, some of the, a lot of the other stuff on WWE's programming is actually not very good right now. But Bloodline right. is the best thing they have going. And yes, of course, Sami Zayn is eventually going to have to leave. But why rush that if if people are enjoying it and it hasn't played itself out yet? There's no good reason to 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 rush to get this over with. Oh no, not at all. He, 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 yeah. I mean, how many years have they struggled to get Sami Zayn over? I feel like this is like the first thing that he's really done that's resonated. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, He's one of the most of our guys they got right now. (laughs) I know. I know. Everybody's feeling oozy. What about you, Kathy? You feeling oozy? Thank you. <laughs> no trips to Allentown in the future? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But I did have, I it's did it's, have it's good. <laughs> Go ahead. James Mitchell is there. At Icon. Vandy, yes. <laughs> Zandig was there? No, Vandy. Remember oh, I thought you said Vandig. <laughs> no, Vandy. Oh. Who are you saying? I'm not. I'm not gonna, maybe I gotta turn my Mitchell. microphone up here. Okay, but then you said somebody else. No, it used to be Vandy Vandenberg. I got you. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I felt like I was talking to my mom on the phone for a second there. Hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, real fast, did you guys hear about what happened with a Pac-Cell brother? Uh, no. He didn't oh, get yeah, the they tried to break in his house, right? <laughs> yep. No, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> Sorry. He's, um, <laughs> he's doing chemo again for the third time. Okay. For his, for his okay. out of chemo. He has one kidney. A guy broke into his house the other day, and he held him down at gunpoint to the cops got there. Oh, my God. So, man's battling cancer again. Guy yeah. Guy his house. He takes him down and holds him at gunpoint to the cops got there. That's crazy. That's cr- and he didn't have his two by four, I assume. Uh, probably not, but I'm sure he would have hit him with it. <laughs> yeah. Did he call him tough guy? You stay there, tough guy. <laughs> you know that's what he would have done on TV. That's amazing. I don't know. That's, that's cool. Oh, a TV. Yeah, that's a, that's like... really dangerous, but that's cool. Who, who was it? There was somebody a couple years ago. One of the wrestlers. 
like somebody like stole a purse or something and they chased him down and tackled him and held him down. I forget who that was. Yeah, it was somebody. Yeah. Uh, maybe our listeners Gosh, can, can you Can you imagine yeah, Hacksaw taking you down and having you at gunpoint? Man, that's pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> he's still Kathy, a big guy. Did the guy breaking, <laughs> Kathy, did the guy breaking in have the gun, or did Hacksaw have the gun? Hacksaw had the gun. Okay, okay. Well, that's not quite so bad, then. I thought the guy had the gun, and Hacksaw held him down. I got gotcha. you. No, that's no hard to do. No less impressive, but still, you know, I just misunderstood you a little. Okay. I mean, even if he's going there, he's still a tough dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't challenge him. <laughs> it's also like, and this is funny, uh, Matt, like, I think a lot of fans don't realize how, like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan is a really big dude. Like, you don't realize yeah, he's a large that. Man. Exactly. Like, just because, like, you know, he's wrestling, like, six foot eight to, like, seven foot five guys during his prime, you think he's, like, on the smaller side. He's not. He's he's big. I, I can't imagine the surprise that that robber had. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, can you imagine? I bet the, I you bet think he, he did the three-point stance? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he probably up. was waiting by the window in the three-point stance, you know? <laughs> oh, that would have been that would have been wonderful. <laughs> For my money, one of my favorite finishers, too. He always, like, set it up perfectly. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's just a clothesline, but it was amazing. <laughs> uh yeah, <laughs> so uh, that, so that's pretty cool. Who else was at Icons, Kathy? I, I know there was a big – George Tejinos put up a picture, and he said it was only about half the ECW people, but it looked like a who's who of, like, ECW just in that, like, picture. Oh, it was, but unfortunately, a lot of the, uh, some of the other ECW guys were on the other side of the building. They couldn't get over mm-hmm. there. But, um <clears> – <throat> Scorpio was there, Gangrel, um, Al Snow, Meanie, okay. Jerry Lynn, Fonzie, RBG, Bubba, um, I saw they raised yeah. the RVD banner, that was pretty cool. Yeah. James Mitchell, 911, Jason Knight, <laughs> Johnny Swinger, Bill DeMont, uh, Vicky and uh, Saul Guerrero, Ron Simmons. So who wasn't there? Who wasn't there? Maybe, maybe uh, it'd be Lex, easier. Lex, Lex wasn't there. Um, WWE refused to let Devon come. <laughs> really? And, uh, yeah, and Mark Mayer. I'm surprised. There. I thought they were done playing games like that now that Hunter was in charge. <laughs> I don't know. Supposedly, there was a letter sent from Bruce Pritchard. I don't know. Okay. That's what I heard. Wow. <laughs> They're trying to keep Bubba and Devon apart now? 
that? Maybe, I don't, I don't know. know. Was Paul Heyman there? Thankfully, no. <laughs> he's not paying you, what do you, what do you care if he's there? <laughs> he didn't pay me before, either. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Uh, 914-338-1885. Yeah, it looked like a really good... It looked like a really good convention. I was, uh, you know, obviously I wasn't able to make it, but I was sorry that I couldn't. I I haven't been to one of those in years now, Kathy. I, I think the last time I went to a convention was that time when Austin Aries was there. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah, you're probably right. So. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I'm trying to think, Matt. Like I, I've watched AEW a lot recently. What have you thought? Nothing's of coming to mind. Like I, you know, I, I just can't. It, it, it's weird. I, and I don't. I know I'm a little more WWE focused at times. That's why you come in handy. But like, nothing on that show is jumping out at me. Is like, I don't know. Like it's it just. I mean, there've been shows. They're not awful shows. Right. But nothing's coming out of them that I'm like, oh my god, like that was amazing. I think overall the match quality is generally pretty high when you watch AEW. Yeah. But storyline wise, it's just kind of yeah, it's just kind of lately felt like they're just you know spinning their wheels and it's more, it, it's more like a high profile indie to me, and I don't say that as a slight. I just mean that they're not doing so much, like, week-to-week kind of, like, storylines. It's just the matches are amazing. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Which isn't, you know, in all fairness, that's not great. It's still a wrestling show. You want there to be things that, you know, you want there to be things happening that people are going to care about. Well, yeah. I mean, put it this way. The floor for AEW is a lot higher than the floor for WWE. Right. You know, they had Rhea Ripley wrestling Tazawa last night, and and I even wrote you guys in the chat like they're acting like this <laughs> is like this revolutionary thing. Uh, first of all, this isn't exactly China versus X Pac. Second of all, where China versus Jericho would be an even better example. Uh, second of all, um, they both were wrestling the opposite gender. Five months ago, when the twenty four seven title was a thing. So what's the big deal? I mean, literally, Tazawa was pinning his wife to win the title, according to their story. Yeah. During their wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think it really it didn't really do anything to help. Rhea Ripley, and it didn't really do anything to help Tazawa, so... No. I don't know. I I think there... Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I I don't think... In principle, I don't really have any kind of problem with having intergender matches. I mean, it's it's wrestling. If you want to pretend it's Street Fighter, okay, that's fine. That's not a big deal. Um, Yeah. 
but I just don't think that particular case helped anybody. Like, Rhea Ripley beat up a guy that she is bigger, heavier, and stronger than. So, you know, right. what's... A comedy guy. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so there was a rumor going around a couple months ago. And I, and I recently saw it resurface. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to stay for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That the WrestleMania match that they were looking at doing was Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley against Edge and Beth Phoenix. Based off that Extreme Rules match, you know, where Edge, where Beth tried to make the save and just kind of everything broke down. Uh, uh, but there was like kind of like an, an asterisk next, next to that in that they felt like there was a lot of momentum behind Rhea Ripley. And if she got over, they were going to find a way to insert her into that, what ultimately would be a title match between Bianca and Charlotte. Right. Um, and for the record, by, by, by and by, um, Charlotte is supposed to win the title at WrestleMania. I don't know how they're going to position things or whatever, but if they do it the same way that they have in the past, I think the fans are going to crap all over Charlotte winning the title from Bianca. And I think that would be a shame after all the momentum she's had. That's just my opinion. Um, I know Charlotte's good and she needs a high-profile match. I just, I wouldn't do it like that. But... Back to Rhea Ripley, I feel like, I wonder if they're not going to start showcasing her more in matches like that to see if she gets over. Because, in my opinion, and in the opinion of a lot of other people, she should probably be the one to get big enough to finally beat Bianca. Because she could be a monster. She could be like a China. Uh, You know, I see Rhea really cool. I mean, her potential beyond the ring. I mean, I could really see her during movies in the future. Movies? Wow. Okay. Yeah, that aura about her, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The stuff she's doing with Dominic is magic. It really is. You know? Like, I I wish, you know, I I kind of Like, when they show up at race... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, like, when they showed up at Ray's for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Oh, that was great. I I kind of wish they were away from Judgment Day thing and just be on their own. You know what I mean? Together? Yeah. 
I agree with that. I agree with that. And, and I think ultimately the group will probably start to go their own separate ways at some point because other than um, they, I keep wanting to call him Judas Priest. Other than Damien Priest, not Judas Priest. Uh, <laughs> other, other than Damien Priest. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Yeah. Now I can't get that image out of my head. Uh, other than other than Damien Priest, who I think he was really big when the group kind of started, um, everybody in that has gotten bigger and more solidified as a heel. Like the other three of them have really taken off since that group started, and I feel like they'd all be strong enough now to kind of be on their own. Especially Rhea and Dominic. Finn Balor was kind of already there anyway. He just needed that edge to him. You know, where people would maybe take him a little more seriously. Because, like, the knock on him, I mean, fantastic wrestler. You know, just does some amazing stuff. But the personality always seemed to be lacking a little bit. And from what I understand, he has a great personality behind the scenes. You know, it's just a matter of why can't they get that on TV? So... Yeah, I'd be, I'd be fine if Judge Question for the ages. Yeah, seriously. Questions, questions. Uh, let's go to the phones. We're gonna bring on. Um, we're gonna bring on Mike, who's uh, been on here since <laughs> before I got on. Actually, he was in the queue before I even got on the phone tonight. What, excuse me. What's going on, Michael? How you doing, sir? Hey. Hey, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I just put a one of those headphones in the uh, Android, so I'm still working on this, so bear with me. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you getting semi-professional. Um, yeah, we got people. I'm sitting on my car. We got people looking at taking pictures of Christmas lights across the street. It's so funny. Oh, oh geez. So, nice. Some people don't know Better where than the what park, other people are know? taking pictures of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are you just at? Hey, what, are out, uh, what are you out? What are you out and about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank hey, you. I, I did not know Mandy was fired from WWE. I know. It's crazy. Uh, I, it's like part of me I wants to. I mean, awesome. for, yeah. Me too. Like, if it wasn't forty dollars a month, and by the way, she raised her price from thirty to forty. I heard. Uh, for the subscription, yeah, she's, she's not only a, she's not only a beautiful woman, but she's a she's a great heel in wrestling. You know, I, oh, I know that's what I love about her, her heel. Keep that in the down Yeah, I love her heel. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Love to lick her heel. How Mike. you doing, Stro? <laughs> well, I just want to say, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Merry Christmas <laughs> to Stro and Matt and Kathy and Brady. Oh, Merry Christmas, <laughs> Merry Christmas <laughs> to you, brother. Merry Christmas to you. You know, part of me Merry. wanted to like subscribe just to see what what the hubbub is about, why they would fire her, but the good Lord tells me I shouldn't spend forty dollars well, on that. So. Well, I won't get my Christmas wish. I was hoping Alexa Bliss would come down the chimney in a Santa Claus suit <laughs> instead of... Hey, you never know. It might happen. <laughs> might happen. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't out of the that. Sack. I'm, trying to be, I'm trying to be clean. <laughs> oh. Um, Mike, you know, if you could but, catch her in a sack, you would. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> 
when you go to church, you have to be careful, you know. You have to be uh-huh. yeah. on good behavior. As long as you're only kidding. You know, if you're, if you're not being yeah. serious about it, then it's okay. I know. I We're know. not being crude here. Hey, you know me, Matt. I'm God not crude, put, so. God Never. made man yeah. to dr- God made a man for a woman into dream, right? <laughs> we can only dream. Oh, man. Um, uh, no, hey, I, I want to know I what rib you came from. I, I want to go out on a bold statement and say, I know everybody's going to disagree, but I think she's got a chance to win the title in 2023. Alexa. I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know it was her fifth title. I didn't know it was her sixth. That how many she won? I thought she won four, but uh, uh, I can look it up right now. I thought, I thought she won. I thought she won five Raw and two SmackDown, but I'm looking now. I think it's three two Raw and SmackDown, uh, two Raw. Yeah. Well, I'm looking so, now according to Wikipedia. Yep, five times. And then oh, she won great. the tag wow. team title three times. And the twenty four seven one. So So Yeah, so, so I don't five think time champion could, right now. Yeah, I if I were WWE, take the belt off Bianca. I like Bianca, but give Alexa one more chance because I don't think she's gonna be she's got too much time left because she wants to start a family, doesn't she? Oh God. This does she? I didn't hear that. I I don't know. She probably Unless does. She, <laughs> she probably does. Unless, I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know what, and and here's what I like about this. Um, Because they're spreading the pay-per-views out, Matt, I think you'll appreciate this. Because they're spreading the pay-per-views out, um, where it's not one pay-per-view every, like, three to four weeks, um, now they can do these featured matchups on their shows, and it actually gives you a reason to look forward to tuning into Raw, for example. If you're you're a big Alexa Bliss fan, you're going to watch her fight Bianca Belair uh, New Year's Eve, or whatever it is, the 30th, whatever it is, whatever the date is for it, I, it's probably the second is what it is, but yeah, but anyway, um, you're going to, you're going to watch her fight on, on cable, and because it's not a pay-per-view, I think long-term, people tend only to remember the pay-per-view results, so you could have Alexa win the belt and carry it for a couple weeks, and then have Bianca win it back, say, at the Royal Rumble. And carry it through WrestleMania that. and still continue with your plan. But yeah, yeah, I agree. But I, I let's think, do it. But <laughs> there, there's 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 really two good ways to get. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good ways to get people interested in your product. But two of the fastest ways to do it are to introduce new people, which they're still doing at a uh, my god, uh, I, I, a, a mind-bending rate. Uh, Bronson read last night. Um, uh, it, it feels like every show, again, there's somebody new coming on. Um, the, uh, but I know they wanted him for a while, so I can excuse that. The other thing is to have people win titles when you don't expect them to. Yeah. I think that gets people interested, too. It, I'd like to see Toxic Attraction. I, I like their heels, the way they play the <laughs> heels. They they do a great... They're not only beautiful, but they play... They're awesome. <laughs> I, I, like, I like when they come out and snarl at people. I like when they come out that. and snarl at people. That's funny. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's funny. I, that's I love what Kathy it. does whenever I hear she snarls at me. Yeah. <laughs> I love wrestling. I, I don't like 
to see wrestling. You know, people say, oh, it's fake, it's it's staged. I know, but Ow. who cares? I like, I'm a fan, and I like to see the stuff. You know, it, that's what you pay yeah. the money for. You know, you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. You know, when they play the bad yeah, part, the heel, the good part. You know, uh, watching Alexa what? last you know, night. You know what I, yeah, go ahead. Watching Alexa last night, I did not think she was going to smack Bianca Belair with that base, but hey, that's... That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was cool, I like that. yeah. I like that, yeah. That, uh... Are they, yeah, they, they, they did the Bray Wyatt blurb thing on the television screen right behind her, right before she did it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever yeah, so that's she's possessed to again. She's possessed Another, the bug, right? God, nobody wanted this. Hey, Brady... Another thing I want to talk about, I am so, yeah. I'm so, I get so bummed out about this. I was talking to Malcolm earlier. I said, I'm tired of these people calling me, old relatives telling me they're bummed out, they don't want to celebrate Christmas, blah, 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 they're disappointed. I feel like, hey, I'm happy. I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to have a good time. If you don't, you know, hey, there, you know, it's either peace or You're joy not. or death. <laughs> right. Hopefully they don't choose. They they always talk suicidal. Oh, I don't I don't like this, you know. I love Christmas. Yeah. I like the movies, the lights, just everything about it. You know, it's it's so cool. It's a great time of year. Yeah, it's like my thing. Like, you ruin it for other people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. I yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And, and, and tonight, by the record, I'm watch, watch, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, tonight I was going to watch the Miz. Uh, Santa's little helper with the man. He's oh, got God. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> oh, I never saw that movie before. Neither did I. And, and my favorite movie is is Christmas Vacation. Um, and uh, I like that what's, one. What's the other? And uh, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't think of that. Uh, we're jingle all the way. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Put that cookie down now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, for the record, for the record, I was always a Santa Claus guy. I, I liked uh, Tim Allen yeah. and uh, Papa Gigi. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome movie. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um. And yeah, you know, you I said like. people complain. You said people complain about wrestling being fake. Do you know what I tell? Do you know what I ask them when people say that to me? I don't I think what, it's fake I, because you have you get hit. I mean, when they chop you, you like, really get hit. Mel had Mel had Roddy Roddy Piper chop him. He was in the ring. I was with I him. I believe that. Roddy, I believe that. Roddy, yep. Roddy said, Malcolm. Uh, you can take pain. I want to see if I chop you. How he says I could hurt you, and and Mal says, "Go ahead, give me your best stuff." You know, like Rocky. Rocky I, I took a chop before. I, I don't like it. The, I took a clap where my ears rang for two days. Oh no, that's not <laughs> probably some damage there. I'm, I'm not oh, going to lie. No. Uh, <laughs> I hope I, not. I, I wonder if like Hacksaw, I wonder if Hacksaw Jim Duggan's burglar thinks that it's fake. You know. Yeah, when he's getting held down. I remember I, when Malcolm yeah, when took me down in <laughs> Malcolm took me down in 2011 to meet um, Diamond Dallas Page. It was uh, who's that other guy? Kevin Nash. All these other guys Mal was meeting, and okay. he met the VOC okay. Nation. They interviewed Mal. They put him on the radio air, 
And uh, I wasn't was there, Carl, but that was you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Some that was before me. Set, I mean, I was yeah, some yeah. big, some big heavy set black guy. I don't know who he was. Namar. Mel knows him. Namar. Okay. Yeah, we we did the show with them on the radio. I I joined them not oh, long okay. after that. I was okay. doing my podcast, but not as part of VOC Nation at the time. Yeah, and and I didn't know this, Brady. Yeah. Mal had his Raider car, and Diamond Dell was paying. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, I need to get something to eat. So he talked to Mal. He said, hey, Nadia, I, I, I'll never forget this. We got He got in the car. He said, hey, Mike, you get in the back. I'll ride in the front. And he says, Mike, does your brother know how to drive? You know, and I says, I hope so. <laughs> and... He told Mal to take him to uh, Taco Bell. He wanted to get some junk food, you know, and I thought, wow, this is mm-hmm, DDP mm-hmm. in the front seat of the car, you know, and he, he was doing the diamond you cutter You got to be careful stuff. what you order in front of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was Am a I right, nice Kathy? He'll, he'll point it out if you uh, if you don't need healthy. Oh, yes, he will now. He told me, you know, Mike, you know what, you know what DDP told me one time? He told me that, that? I, and, and he didn't use the word... Well, first of all, he didn't use the word crap, which I'm going to use. He yeah, said, yeah. He said, you are what you eat, and you eat nothing but crap, Brady. <laughs> I understand. That That's made me feel shit. good. You know, it was oh, uplifting. Uh, <laughs> I, remember, I remember one of, the, one, of the, one of the wrestlers asked Malcolm what his favorite color was. Uh-huh. And, and Malcolm's reply I always thought was great. He said... His favorite color, besides the black and silver of Raider Nation, is black and blue. Black and blue? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like bruises. <laughs> yeah, like getting a black eye? <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just great that three, three colors are his favorite. Uh, oh, man. You know, but when someone, hey, I love that. But, when, but, but, Mike, when someone says hey, to me that wrestling is real quick? Go yeah, ahead. I've been trying for... Go ahead. <laughs> Um, Good. I got it's off the subject. I like when you told me about Heat Miser. My my sister, she was oh, laughing. Heat. She said, "Mike, she said she thinks my two uncles are the Mike, Heat Miser and Cold Miser." Mike said to me, and, uh, "You said you dated a girl that, that that acted like the Heat Miser or looked like the Heat Miser." I don't know. It looked like the Heat Miser. I told <laughs> and he said, what did you say to me? He put up a picture oh, of his miser, and I said, I used to date her in college. Uh, what, what did you say? What did you say? What did you ask me? Oh, I, I got to go on there. I got I to find it. I can't. I, I can't. It. I got it right here. Right now. Yeah. That's okay. okay. <laughs> I, I, I have it right here. I, he said that I'm still Mike, the- Mike put up. He put up a picture of the heat miser. I said I used to date a girl who looked like heat miser. Whoa! And then he asked, "Was she miserable?" Oh my! And I said, "No, but she did." Ha-. And I said, "No, she wasn't miserable, but she did have fire breath." Oh no! And she did. Oh Brady! Matt, Matt can vouch for me. She did have fire breath. I gotta tell you, when I was in the Navy, the guys played a joke on me. We were in Singapore, and they said, Mike, we're going to set you up the hottest girl you have ever seen, okay? Uh, I don't like where this girl. is going. I met this girl. <laughs> she was really cute. And I thought... Was this uh, Singapore thought, or Thailand? Singapore. And so Singapore. I, didn't know okay. it was a Benny, right. I didn't know she was a Benny boy. And they were all laughing. They told the commander, the chief. They said, uh, hey, this boy. fish wild and... 
It's a it's a, a he she and when she started oh, talking, okay. she started, yeah, she said, she started talking. <laughs> she started talking, right? She goes, "Do you like me?" And I says, "Hell no!" I said, "I'm gonna kill my friend." <laughs> so, I, uh, but she was probably I, very I, nice, I, Mike. You shouldn't be so uh, fussy. I know, you know, I know. But back then in the '80s, you know, you, you had to be careful. I not understand. not only yeah. not that because there was a lot of communism when we were there. We couldn't wear our uniforms and stuff. We had to be real you careful. Be careful but, um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. There was a lot of guys yep. out to get GIs and stuff, you know. So it was yeah. not pretty cool. But Yeah, but back to I wrestling. It's not all like Bing Crosby uh, movies. <laughs> but back to wrestling. Look at Stroke. It, uh, you can't say that. You can't, there's a lot of stuff you have to do that, you know, hey, it's not... A lot of it's not fake. A lot, of, a lot of it's staged, like you say. But, but I really like it. I really like to get into it. A lot of people tell me, "Oh, Mike, you know this is staged, don't you?" And I go, "I don't care. It's your opinion, you know." Mike, but Mike. I okay. Now, when people say to me that when people say to me that wrestling is fake, do you know what I say to them? I say, What's "What do that? you think? Star Wars is a documentary." <laughs> hey, yeah. What the heck? That's a good. That's What's a good difference? response. Yeah. If you like movies, I, then yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's uh, is that fake? It's like well, I guess. Yeah, it's like Maltos to David Arquette all the time, and I, I never even and he's wrestling. He's a, he does a little bit of wrestling and so forth, and he tells Molly says, yeah, hey, the stuff they go it's through, hard. it's hard. Yeah, but uh, I can't. Now, when Malcolm, I when can't Malcolm never, calls him. When Malcolm calls him, does he go one eight hundred? What was it? Call eight two two? Was that him? I don't he remember. Calls, he, he calls Mal all the he calls Mal all the time. Uh, I think his wife told his wife told Mal. He said, "I'd rather you hang around Mal because I trust you with Mal than than your other friends because you're going to go out drinking well, and, and yeah. partying, you know." And now he does not want to talk about movies and wrestling. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I just talk. Mal's, you know, Mal's a great guy. He just suffers from a lot of, a lot of anger issues when he was, you know, when he was younger. He was treated real bad and everything. But he's a great guy. He'd give you the shirt off his back. Uh, he's been through a couple of uh, situations, Florida, when they had those hurricanes. Uh, they just had uh -huh. the hurricane lately, you know. And Malcolm, Malcolm went out. He, he took care of the landlord, her daughter, and all the people in the house. And uh, he's just a really good guy, but he just he just had yeah. trouble, you know. And uh, well, I told him nice. I just yeah. I said, hey, it's that's yeah. family. It's my brother. I told him I I told him I love you, buddy. I says I said I know you're going through I, yeah. struggles, you know. But hey, um, I and he I remember call, when Malcolm. He, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Brady. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I remember when Malcolm got David Arquette to call into WCW Retro and all the callers, because Stroh would leave all the callers on at once. He's a lot nicer than me. Um, yeah. So all the callers <laughs> were practically, like, taking off their panties and throwing them at him. Oh, no. <laughs> like, over the phone. It was insane. That sounds like when I was in the Navy. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it was David Arquette with wrestling fans. 
Oh, no. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I've never met the guy, but he's, he's talked to me on the phone. He says, do you know who I am? I said, no. He says, Mel told me about you. You know, I didn't know he was an actor. <laughs> and you're sure it's not just Malcolm doing voices? Oh, no. But it was funny. Yeah. Uh, if you go on the YouTube, when Mel was with VOC with you guys, I think before you got on there, yeah. if you look at this video clip, clip it's so funny uh now gets this little hotel room i guess they they were going to fly him to florida to see wrestlemania yeah he'd wanted, i was I there for that trip. i didn't you go with them okay. but i was there i i, I was okay. part of the show i didn't go with them i bailed out on the trip to florida but i i was supposed oh, to go man. And it Mal was miami Steffi, yeah and mel said is it sassy's Sassy Steph. Sassy Stephanie. She, yeah. Yeah, she came into Mal's room. She said, you mind if I take a shower? And Mal says, if you know Mal, he's not, he's not, he's kind of timid. He doesn't know what's going on with that. So he says, yeah, it's cool. You can take a shower in here. And all the, and, and all the guys were, were ribbing Mal. They go, dude, you're lucky. She got to take a shower in here. Room, you know? <laughs> and he had a pretty creepy room. It looked like something a serial killer would have. <laughs> yeah, really. It was like American, yeah, thought, it was like American but, Psycho in there. But the way you guys entered, that was so cool, the way you guys put that together. I don't know who videoed that, but that was a good video. Uh, that was all Bruce. But, that was all oh, Bruce. Man, that's, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. We used to have fun uh, when we were on the radio together. I know you did, yeah. Yeah, they, they were good. They I was good. I, there used to be a video like where we made a trip to Atlanta. I, I, but I, I think he took it down. But it was so good, oh, wow. Mike. You would have enjoyed it. It had all of us. I love that. It yeah, even had rat Right. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, um, so cool. But uh, yeah, the first time I met VOC Nation was 2011. Uh, I was, mm -hmm. you know, that day I was so excited. We were at BTW Wrestling. Amber O'Neill was wrestling. Um, oh, who was it? I got to meet her. Um, oh, who was it? She was wrestling. She had Sassy Steph and some other girl, yeah. two other girls. Bailey, Bailey, which is well, she wasn't Bailey. She was. Um, Davina Rose. I, Davina Rose. Yeah. Yeah, she was Davina Rose. She was Rose. wrestling yeah. with yeah. another girl. And I, I was okay. getting a picture with Amber. I said, Amber, yeah. I, I used to see you all the time on wrestling. She goes, well, she goes, Mike, she goes, uh, what's your phone number? I'll call you. You know, and I, I, I chickened out. I should have I called her. I chickened out, you Aww. know. And, you uh, never know where your life would have gone, Mike, you know. She ended up marrying Luke Gallows instead. Ah. <laughs> so she says, it's okay, uh, she's single now. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, she is? <laughs> I think so. All those days were. <laughs> I don't know. She might be with somebody else. I don't know. Oh man! Well, Amber's like a sweetheart. Start... I, I, I broken I bre be... I've broken bread with Amber a few times. Yeah. Oh, awesome. you're a lucky man. Um, hey, you met Alexa Bliss. Uh, you met Alexa Bliss. I never yeah. met Alexa. Did you ever meet Scarlett Bordeaux? Yes. What about yes, Scarlett Bordeaux? She actually used to wrestle. Oh. She used she used to wrestle. She used to uh she used to when she started out she was dating a guy who was involved in my website and podcast stuff. Oh man. His name was uh, his name was Darren Corbin. Out of Minnesota. Oh, wow. You, wow. So I so I met her through him. 
couple yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, that's my um, goal is to meet her in the future. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, when you were out in California, that was, like, the week when Randy Savage died, wasn't it? Yeah, I was When you guys sad. were out at that, that show? Was, I thought that I, was, because I, I remember they were, like, all the wrestlers were talking about him. Yeah, they brought uh, that guy from San Francisco. Um, I can't think of his name. He was a big wrestler. Uh, he used to wrestle in the set. Don Morocco. He got up there and said some yeah. words about... Uh, and I... And... Um, Randy Savage was just awesome. I can't imitate him like Mal. Mal does a great job. Uh, uh, Nobody can I imitate can, him like Malcolm. The only thing I can do is the Miz. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. <laughs> I probably can't even say that right. <laughs> but uh, a dog. I hear a dog. Yeah. But is that your dog, Mike? I, yeah, I do. I do. I thought that was my landlord. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I, but this new year, my girlfriend from agree? college. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I love hey, everyone. Uh, you behave yourself. You have a, you have a good Christmas. Don't get too drunk. Hey, brother, you too. I you too. I, you, you too. I, I, I hope we talk to you next week, Mike. It's, it's been real. Merry Christmas. Hey, it Happy has. New Year. It has. I'm yeah. sorry about last week. I just my body went blank like like men go blank when they don't have enough Viagra. You know, I, I just <laughs> hey, it happens. You know, <laughs> I oh, I wouldn't know about yeah. that, Mike. Joe, <laughs> no, you don't want to get there. <laughs> I, I got Instagram for that. I'm good. <laughs> Take care, Mike. I don't have any. But, yeah, you guys. Uh, I just want to say Merry Christmas to you and the crew, yeah. Stro, Matt, Merry Christmas, Kathy. You guys are awesome. God bless you. Okay, you take Merry care. Merry Christmas. Yeah, maybe okay. we'll talk to you next week, Mike. I love you. Uh, have a have a good one. And yeah, tell him now I said hi if you talk to him. I will. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> We're gonna win the title in okay. in ten days, Mike. Yes, ten we days are. We're taking yes, the we are, title. Brother. Yes, we yes, are. We're we going to celebrate, okay? Yeah. All right. All right. Love you guys. I love you, okay. man. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, Be bye. Safe. Bye. <laughs> I love Mike. <laughs> I really do. Uh, let's uh, let's take a real quick commercial break, guys. On the other side, uh, we'll, we'll, we've got plenty more callers. Don't worry about that. And uh, we're also going to have Howard Morgan joining us as well for the fun, so... Again, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. And uh, we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. 
Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stiggs of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Yeah. Here are exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is the last year, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it. Did you have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this with you. Rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was. To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com 
or go to patreon.com slash VOC Nation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Hey, Jingity Jing, it's Dominic the Donkey. Jingity Jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La la. That's right, it's time once again for your favorite AF. Welcome back, everybody. In the room on the VOC Nation. Thank you. Thank you. From one ass to another, you know. Uh, welcome, everybody, once again to In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. VOCNation.com, of course, your favorite podcast platforms as well. Somebody was asking me the other day. We're talking iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. We're on all of them. So just search for VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and you'll find us right there. Brady Hicks here. And uh, we've got a bunch of callers we're going to get to very shortly. Uh, we're definitely having some fun tonight. One week, one week, of course, before the big drunken episode of In the Room. That'll be next Tuesday night. Uh, so, before we kind of jump back in, and I'm getting a lot of background. Is somebody watching TV or something? There we go. There we go. Uh, so, before we kind of jump back in and before we get... Howard back on the line with us once again. Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Uh, well, honestly, just getting ready for Christmas and uh, the holidays. Um, uh, WCB Retro will return next week with a 2022 review. So if you'd like to call in next Thursday at 19 Eastern Standard Time for WCB Retro, feel free. We're just going to be wrapping things up to start the new year. So, uh yeah, looking looking forward to it, and definitely looking forward to the drunk episode to get things off next week. Really excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, we're going to bring on Howard uh, Howard Morgan once again. Third week in a row, you keep coming back. I'm I'm glad to have you. It's kind of like a bad penny there. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> I guess I guess I'm just a glutton for punishment. <laughs> well, if you think you're a glutton for punishment. Just wait until next week because uh, it's going to be insane. Actually, we were talking off air, and uh, God, I feel like somebody is like, there we go. That's better. Um, we were talking off air. We have this one fan, Howard, who loves to sing. He 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 does custom songs for everybody, and uh, I've been trying to get him to start calling back in again for the longest time. But I want to give you just just a a, a taste. Of uh, a taste of what he offers, if you'll indulge me for one minute. I'm just trying to pull up. we got a bunch of them here, and they're all Christmas-related, which is very nice. Uh, we have uh, Here we go. Here's a good one. Uh, I, I like this one in particular. It's about Too Young, who's on Raw now. Um, and he talks about decking the hall with her. And I can almost take picture him, like, kind of, 
taking her guts and stringing them up like garland, Cassie, all the way around the room. And and if you've ever met John, you could see why I would say that. Deck the halls with Sue Young. Come to her show to impress her. Cause she worked oh so hard. And it started in sending a Christmas card. Deck the halls with Sue Young in Seattle, Washington. Now, how was that? you got to admit, that was pretty good. Interesting. Interesting. No, creepy. Naomi is walking around her Christmas tree. And the tree you'll want to see because has her and Daisy on TV. And it is PG. And it's a tree that you can buy for free. For free. He had the opportunity to run 9.99 in VOC, and he, he missed on both of them. But, uh, yeah. So that's John. Anyway, I'm hoping John will call in next week. My name is AC, and I want Naomi and I to go to Wendy to eat. Cause they've got the best meat that I love more than beef. Cause it makes me want to feel the heat. And eating it makes me want to look so neat. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like the story of my life, Kathy. I, um, people enjoy something and then I keep doing it until they hate it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you know Sue Young's on Impact, right? She's on, well, she's on Raw. Sue Young? She was on Impact, now she's on Raw. Really? She didn't tell me that. Yep. Yep, yep. Yep. Okay, because she's you know, she uh. married to the tr- Yes. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a huge... I I messed that up. You can take away my journalist card. I confused her with Mia Yim. But I know the difference. I just got confused. Okay. I was thinking of Mia Yim when he was playing that. You can take the whole of Sue Young. That's fine. Yeah, she's on impact. Sorry about that. The baby just turned a year old the other day. Okay. Okay. So what's going on, Howard? No more Mandy Rose. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm a little bit shocked at at everything that went down. It really, am I, 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 I'm at a loss for words. I feel like the least they could do is offer Mandy Rose's like. Uh, her what is it called? It's um her my fa- my my fan time. The least they could do, Howard, is offer Mandy Rose's fan time account as a premium tier on Peacock <laughs> for another say three ninety nine instead of forty dollars a month. There you go. See, I think you missed your calling. You should have you should have been in marketing. I should have been a sleazy promoter. (laughs) 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 
I, I think we have enough of them. I, I think the, the market is flooded with them. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Oh man, yeah. So we're so we're having some fun tonight. Uh, just just kind of shooting the, the crap, as they say. Uh, I, I saw that, um, I, and you brought this up, so we might as well talk about it a little. Uh, the potential that we might get a sheep herder in this year's Royal Rumble. <laughs> Seventy-six, seventy-seven years old. Yeah. The crazy thing is, like, it wasn't a huge deal when he was in it 30 years ago. No. <laughs> but now it's, like, such a retro, cool thing. Yeah, and, you know... It, I have a... Yeah. It's just an attraction, I think, at, at this point. Sure, and they probably will recreate, like, the fastest elimination again. Well, because they, they brought that up in the article, the whole, what, was it four seconds <laughs> yeah. or something that he lasted? <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't even stop doing the arm swinging thing. Like, he did it into the ring, Earthquake grabbed him by the back of the head, threw him out the other side, and he just walked away. He never stopped swinging his arms. <laughs> yeah. We had him on the show years ago. It was an amazing interview. Um, I would love to get him back at some point. He, uh, uh, yeah, he, 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 he's, he's so cool. And, uh, one of my favorite bumpers of all time. I, I really gotta try and dig that one up. I know it's in the archives somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. So. Uh, trying to think what else is new. I mean, I got callers, but I don't want to punish you guys for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what the hell? Let's go. Let's let's bring on Tora. This this is the gift that keeps on. What's going on? What's going on, Tora? How you doing, hun doll? Sweet face. Tora. You know what would be great is if she paid a receptionist to go hold for Tora when you when you put her on. That would be amazing. <laughs> Go for tour. Maybe some nice music in the background. <laughs> yeah, a little elevator music. <clears throat> yeah, let's try Rat Boy. Do we have oh, to? Oh, boy. Yeah, I love Rat Boy, you know? <laughs> have you ever, Howard, have you ever met Rat Boy in person? No. Really? I'm surprised. Because he does all kinds of indies in the area. Uh, what's going on, Rap Boy? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, and I believe that next week <laughs> we're going to have a drunken right, show. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> What's going on, man? I, I want to say hello, howdy, duty. How you doing? Ah, you're fishing, man. You're fishing. What do you bring to the table tonight, my friend? Okay. I found out who's the mystery woman under the, the hoodie. I'm getting the gong ready. Okay. 
find out who who the uh, person is under the hoodie. The, the okay. man, my friend was talking over it's the weekend. He said it was Mandy Rose. He said it was Mandy Rose. I said no, Mandy Rose. And uh, uh, she too was. Uh, no, no, Mandy Rose should have had a hoodie. That guy's sexy enough. Yeah, she didn't know the job and she was wearing a hoodie. The problem is yeah, she wants to take her hoodie now. Her hoodie she's off. hiding her face. Yeah. She's hiding her face now because it, because it was, uh... Now, I, I heard who it was, it. but I forget. Chelsea Green. I heard who it was. Chelsea Green. Green. Now! No, because they want Chelsea Green to be the leader of Toxic Attraction. <clears throat> That's a part of it. Chelsea Green. Think about it. Why did she attack, um, you know, the, uh, the Chinese girl for it, huh? And, and she put on the, uh, <laughs> Chinese girl. <laughs> Chinese girl. Oh, my goodness. And, 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 and she, who's, uh... Who's the Chinese with girl? Damage Patrol? Huh? Think about it. A oh, Damage Patrol. <laughs> did you call him Damage Patrol? Yeah, damage control. Think about oh, it. control. I think you said patrol. Yeah, and, like Paw yeah, Patrol. Yeah, pass control. Yeah, pass control. <laughs> so patrol. <laughs> it's going to be Chel- it's Chelsea Green. That's how they bring her in. Then it's going to be just one. It's going to be two more in, in a hoodie. It's going to be three hoodies jumping in, in the ring. Okay. And then they're going to do damage control? No. They're gonna they're gonna face Diamond Patrol at the at the um at WrestleMania. You heard that booking committee? So they're help. So they're they're helping Damage Control now, but they're gonna face them at WrestleMania. Yep. Think about it. I'm thinking. I just don't see it. Well, when it when it comes through, and you gonna say, "Oh boy, that boy's right again." I doubt it. Doesn't sound like something you're going to be right about. And I was, yeah, watch and see. <laughs> and John Cena's back, okay? And The Rock, okay? They're both going to be coming back. Uh-huh. They're going to join damage control. <laughs> no, no. They're coming back, right? Uh, John unless Cena's already back. DC, like Black Adam's thing. Uh, if, you, if, if you see it... If, we might be getting a match saying that John Cena versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That's how <laughs> Roman Reigns going to lose his both belts. <laughs> you know that scene where Gene Wilder falls asleep in Blazing Saddles? <laughs> <laughs> and he stares at the point where they keep my audience riveted. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. Uh, and, and, uh, that's funny. and the question what that you, you pop, all right, the question that you popped in, uh, 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 popped in, and, and I heard it, is wrestling fixed? You want me to tell you something, brother? Read the book. Read the book by Bill Ackner. Is wrestling fixed? Go, go, go to your uh, okay. Barnes and Nobles and pick up the book. It's a yellow book. I'm sure Bill appreciate right. that. Yeah, thank, thanks for the... Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> nice talking to you, Rappley. Hey, it's I just been call hey. <laughs> I, I've been busy all week, you know. And 
What are you doing? This is the kind of stuff that I'm interested in with you. What What are you doing? Well, I done two. I done three parties this weekend. Oh wow! Okay. As you know, and I'll be doing yeah a party this Thursday, <laughs> a dinner party right here. Okay. No, a big big party right. right here in the building as an elf on a show. Oh, oh my goodness! You're gonna be an elf on the show. Yeah, I got a breakfast party. Okay. I got to go to on the twenty four. A breakfast party. Pancakes. That sounds like a good party. Yeah, a breakfast party. I'll, I'll be, I'll be pulling, you know, popping up the pancakes, you know, as you know. Okay. All right. You know, I, I'm busy, man. It's crazy here, you know. Uh, and well, don't let me hold here, you up. You know? Yeah, don't let me hold you up. And uh. I got a list here, right here, that I supposed to say, okay, that Santa gave me earlier today, okay? Mm -hmm. He, he want to wish every, all the Grinches a rotten Christmas. Oh, okay, all right. All right, but, all right. but for, me, for me, for me, to me and my family, wish the VOC, oh, a very, very, very white Christmas. Because you're going to have snow on the way. Yay. Uh, I was worried yeah, you going stroke, somewhere else with oh, a white Christmas. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Still can't get no snow yeah. down there in South Carolina. Damn it. What Who's are you that? talking about? Huh? <laughs> the snow is in North Carolina. They get snow. Oh, they're North Carolina. I'm sorry, He's a North Kakalaki. Oh, then, then he might get he might get the snow too then. Yeah, I think they get it in South okay. Carolina too, don't they? I, maybe not. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They well, get I everything. I wish everybody a merry merry Christmas, and and I hope I see Rebel, you too. I, uh, and too. I hope nobody, please, don't drink and drive. Not until next Tuesday when we have the drunken episode. Come on now. Yeah, we're not driving while we're doing it, so it'll be okay. Uh, yeah, Rapple, you be safe. Uh, Merry Christmas no, to you and your family. Give your give your parents my best. And, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 but, 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 I'm just telling the fans, don't, get, don't go in your car and start driving and being on the show and start drinking it. Come on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's shaking, yeah, I, I, right? I, I, now, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Y'all be safe and don't drink and drive. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not wearing right. your seatbelt. Make sure you're wearing your seatbelt. And please, don't talk on your cell phone. Home. You might get arrested. I, I, I have a home studio, so I don't need to leave the house to drink. We're going to sell for rapidly. Yeah, but there's yeah. one thing, though. There's one thing though. You better yeah. lock your door because she might she might come in after you. All right, right, don't get don't, don't get hey, too loud now. They can't all be winners, brother. You be safe. I know. Have a good Christmas. You too. All right, we'll you talk too. next bye week. Bye. It'll be better next week. I'll be drunk. That's. See <laughs> <laughs> ya. Uh, wow, Howard, you called that one. Who would have thought? I'm sorry, I, I must have dozed off for a second. Is it 10 o'clock yet? 
<laughs> Here we are. <laughs> uh, uh, I was saying to Matt earlier, I, I, I know you were listening during the first hour. Um, I, I feel like uh, AEW, like WWE, they've been doing some memorable stuff lately, like more than AEW, but the floor, like the baseline for AEW is so much higher. Like, if they're just going to... It kind of reminds me at points of, like, Nitro versus Raw, where, like, on Nitro, they didn't always have a reason to have a really good match, but the matches were all so good that you could almost forgive that. Yeah. Yeah, no, you you could. You know, and I I think the art of... And I think WWE is getting back to it, is, you know... Uh, you know, in today's day and age, you know, we live in a, in a microwave society. You know, we want everything, you know, in, in three minutes or less. You know, we can pretty much cook anything in the microwave, have it immediately. And, you know, everybody right. wants that, that big, what used to be a blow-off match, you know, you know for, for the first match out. But, you know, if you put two guys together, you know, and they have a cage match, you know, where do they go from there? You know, there's no... There's no build-up anymore. There's no working towards, you know, that end. They just kind of jump right into it. And, again, the matches are good, but it's like, okay, yeah. okay you know, what, what are you going to do next week? You know, what do you – how are you going to wow me next week? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And, and at some point you reach a, a point where, like, everybody has kind of fought everybody, you know? Sure, right, I feel like even gone, WCW kind of yeah. Go ahead. Because they have gone they've gone through it so fast. They're 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 I call it you know old old school term. Their feud length is three shows and they're done. And you know every three weeks yeah. they're, they're they're starting you know something else rather than building you know even starting something you know back in the day they would start something at the end of one pay per view and carry it through. You know, to the next one, or even to, you know, yeah. to the next two pay-per-views, so you can get you know get your money or stretch it out over you know three four months. So again, right. you know, us fans are are invested. We don't have time to get invested in you know what's going on at AEW because it's it's just happening so fast. It's like what you're getting is like um, for those three months, right? You'll get. I'm, 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 and I don't want to pick on anybody in particular. Like, there's obviously people that are kind of always there, uh, but for a lot of their stars, um, they'll have like three or four weeks where they're on in a program. Then they'll resolve it on TV, and then they'll have like six weeks where they're off. So you could burn yeah. through, and, and you're burning through programs, and then you're disappearing. It's it's a weird weird setup. Um, to their credit, I think that's one reason that WWE keeps coming back to the brand split is because it kind of gives you the opportunity to create space between personalities so that you don't always see them on the screen together. And then on top of that, you're able to, like, kind of utilize everybody more because you're not utilizing them twice a week. You're only utilizing one roster once a week. In theory, right, and obviously right. there and, are exceptions know, to that. But right, and and, yeah. and I and I like I like kind of where where the bloodline is headed. I think they are the, the the flag bearer now of kind of what's going on in WWE. 
but, but I hope that it stays small in, in a sense. Like, you know, you, you look at the NWO when they first came out, you know, it was, it was just Hall and Nash for a while, you know, they, you know who, who's the third guy? And then next thing you know, there's yeah. 60 guys in the NWO. It's like everybody was, you know, so the whole premise of it, you know, them being rebels and, and, and outlaws was lost because everybody had a, had an end, and then they went to the red and the black. And like, it's still essentially the same faction, just they're yeah. in the NWO. It's like the NWO. They, they got too big. And I think if they keep the, the bloodline, you know, under four or five, people, I, I think they can carry that for, you know, uh, you know a long time. Stro, did you ever reach a point in that locker room in WCW where you looked around and you realized you were uh, the only person not in the NWO in the room? I was beginning to wonder. <laughs> but, uh, but honestly, I was glad I wasn't because, you know, I was glad to kind of make my own, you know, mark, if you will, with yeah. the company. So. I, I, I would think so. I, the same thing with, like, and this is a criticism that AEW's had a whole lot. There's, there's so many factions, and, and I feel like they're doing a little better now, but there's still, there's just so many groups. It's like, if you're by yourself, you're just not going to shine the same way because everything is gang warfare. Right. You know, and, and WWE, like, to their credit, they'll have factions, but it's different. Really, they only have one faction on each show, even though technically... The Bloodline are on both shows right now. They really only have, the, uh, in terms of the men, I mean, basically, or, or whatever, like major fractions. I, I, factions. I'm not considering, like, damage control a major faction. For, uh, because no. that's essentially a faction just for the women's division. But, like, you've got, um, you've got the, the thing with Finn Balor, Judgment Day, and you've got the Bloodline, and, and that's about it. Um, yeah, and I think as long as you keep them... At a relatively small size. Uh, with that said, though, and we talked about this earlier too, um, I'm dreading the day coming when Sami Zayn is not in the bloodline because I think he makes it more entertaining, and I, and I hope that they rethink any plans that they have to kind of split him away from them because I've seen Sami and Kevin Owens before. I don't need that. This yeah, is yeah, different I don't need to see fun. that again. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's you know it, it's, it's kind of like you know it's kind of like remaking a you know a, a movie. And Hollywood's all about remakes now. You know, it's like listen, the, yeah, the original yeah. was good. I don't need to see you know seven different variations of it. I, I've seen it already. I know how right. it ends. Yeah. You know, so yeah, keep the faction small, and you know, and maybe build in big picture towards you know Judgment Day and the Bloodline eventually colliding together at some point. You know a year and a half, two years from now. But it's got to slowly yeah. build. I could totally see that, though. Yeah. I don't think Judgment Day is going to make it. I think they're going to fall apart because they, they've they kind of reached the point now where everybody... I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like there ain't too much more that Judgment Day can do as a group. Um, I think it's starting to hurt Damian Priest. I think Finn Balor, he just needed that edge as a heel. He'll have that. Dominic Mysterio has certainly come into his own, and I expect he's going to beat his father at WrestleMania, probably for the mask. So he's going to be a bigger deal. And and Rhea Ripley, they're already sending out feelers to put the title on her, have her be the one 
to beat Bianca. Which, for the record, the original plan they were saying was Charlotte. I think making Rhea Ripley a made woman is much better way to go. Again, because how many times have we seen Charlotte with the title around her waist? I know. You know we, I know, we, and it's a we, shame. We, it's a shame. Yeah. But yeah, I could definitely She's see kind of reached, Ripley yeah. being her, you know, coming into her own and, you know, and, and wearing that title, you know, for, for quite a while. Like I was saying, Rhea Ripley fought Tozawa last night on Raw. In and of itself, not a huge deal. Obviously, it was intergender. But again, not that big of a deal because it was kind of against a comedy guy. But I think you're going to start to see Rhea featured in more and more kind of dominating matches to see how over she can get. Because they've got a good three months to figure this out. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that. You know, I, I definitely can see that. Imagine if Rhea Ripley won the Royal Rumble, though. How cool uh-uh. that would be. I'd like that. That that would definitely shake things up. I think Jared would be making fun of me, but yeah, <laughs> for sure. Time to shake things up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Let's try again for Tora. This will be the last time that I'm going to hang up on her. Going no, on, Tora. no, you're not. Oh no, you. Oh no, you didn't, girlfriend. What's up? Yes, I did. Just said that. Uh, no what are you got jingling bells? What are you doing? Nothing. Just watching TV at home. What the show isn't entertaining for you? What do you mean? I mean you're watching TV and you're talking to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Anything else? Uh, what are you watching? I'm watching Disney channels. Okay. All right. Yeah. Anything good on? Nah, nothing good. You got it up loud enough. I thought maybe it was good. I feel like we're all sitting in your living room. Yeah. So how's everybody? We're doing good. We're getting ready for Christmas. Um, Here in the Philadelphia area, it's been particularly rough. Uh, There's a killer Santa on the loose. I don't know if you saw that in the news. Uh, He's been coming down chimneys and just destroying people. Damn. Yeah, that's what I said. That's not good. That's what I said. Now, the worst part is, he plays that Mariah Carey song when he comes down. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's awful. Yep. Alright, Tora. So what are you doing for Christmas? You going over uh, Game Games or what? Actually, I'm cooking on Christmas. What are you cooking? What's for dinner? It's like pulling teeth. I'm going to have either chicken or either turkey. Chicken or turkey. Why don't you have both? 
You know what we're having for Christmas dinner? I'm really excited yeah. about this. My dad accidentally ran over a cat in the driveway the other night. So we kind of scooped oh, it up. No. We, well, we shaved it. We, no, no, no. But you shave it. You know, it's already flat, which is great. You just have to bread it. Little breadcrumbs and egg and, like, it's amazing. We're having cat parmesan. Oh, oh wow. Good. It's really good. That's not good. Little stringy, but, it but it's like good. chicken? Kind of. At least it's not catastrophic. Ain't no way. You should see my mother's puss. The face she's making. But it'll be good. Yeah. Alright, sir. Enough nonsense. Let's get serious. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Next week we have the drunken... Happy New Year. But next week, before New Year, next Tuesday is our drunken episode. I rely on you, Tori, because you're somebody who usually has some alcohol on a regular Tuesday. So I'm relying on it to be good next week. Oh, yeah. I got Gonna a make big it special for me. I got a big bottle oh, wow. of Jim Beam. And, um, you bring a fifth a of Jim Beam bottle. and still stand still? Mm-hmm. Okay, and, all right. And I got a big bottle of vodka. Oh. Oh, jeez. I wouldn't mix them. Oh, no, I'm not going to mix it. I'm just going to drink You know what I'm separate. doing? So I got, I got a bottle of um, gold. You know Goldschlager. Ooh, yeah. You know that? Yeah, but what I'm gonna do? Uh-huh. This this should be really good. Um, I'm not going to drink it. I'm going to the hospital, and um, they're going to give me a blood transfusion with with Goldschlager. They're gonna just right into my veins. Directly. They're gonna take some blood out and replace it with Goldschlager. Wow. You can only do that at the hospital. I wouldn't do that at home. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tori. It's been a pleasure. I am only kidding. I wouldn't do that. Oh, no. Too much cinnamon in my veins. Too much cinnamon. Mm-hmm. All right, Tori. It's been a pleasure. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Give your family a big old kiss for me. Oh, I will. Floppy one. Uh huh. All right, take care. <laughs> oh man, what's with me tonight? I don't know. I don't know. What's with the world? Is it like a full moon tonight? Everybody's like off. You got Mike who wouldn't shut up. You got Rap Boy and Tora who basically didn't have anything. It was weird. It's been a weird night. <laughs> uh, this is the episode, Howard, where things crash back down. And you realize that we're not that much fun. Well, we can only go up from here. <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, we can. Oh, man. Kathy was saying earlier, what do you think? Hacksaw Jim Duggan fighting off a robber. How insane is that? 
<laughs> holding him down. First uh, of all, I mean, maybe maybe the guy didn't know, but why would you break into that man's house? Right. I know. <laughs> I mean, he's got hands the size of catcher's mitts. Why would you want to mess with that guy? Hey, he looks like, yeah, he... He, he, yeah, he he looks like somebody. If I saw him on the street, I would run the other way. And he probably would chase me with his arm out too to clothesline me. And he probably would catch me because I've never been very fast. Uh-huh. <sighs> Imagine being that tough that a clothesline could be your finisher. He used it on Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the day. Well, he wasn't Stone Cold, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, back in the day, uh, the, the side Russian leg sweep was a finisher for Brad Armstrong. You know, it, it's, oh, yeah. right. it's a, you're right. It's amazing, yeah. you know, how far, you know, and, you know, I think, you know, guys' finishers are now just part of their rep- repertoire now, you know, the super kick, you know, <laughs> right. you're going back as far as Chris Adams, you know, ended how many matches? Yeah. And, and now it's just mm-hmm. yeah. a, a part of the match. It's like the... I was going to say, it, <laughs> a DDT is like gone. a third setup move now. <laughs> yeah. You know, you I remember when, when I saw Jake Roberts... Yeah, I remember I saw Jake Roberts use it, I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh, he killed him. But, you know, even, even the pile driver, it's just part of what they do now. I remember I had a big old pair of bear slippers, like bare feet slippers, and I super kicked my sister. We were just messing around. And like, you know, the finisher worked for her. She was done. You know, <laughs> she wa- she wasn't getting up from that. Uh, just different times, man. Today she'd be kicking out at one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or bounce yeah. it right back up. She wouldn't sell it. She'd just jump right back up. Right, exactly, yeah. 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 I remember I was at one show one time where the promoter was wrestling. Like, he was in the... It was some sort of a battle royal or something. And the promoter was out there as a wrestler. And no, I'm not talking about Mike Tartaglia. Um, but at some point, this monster came out and he had a chainsaw, and he's swinging it around, and, like, you know, he's just, like, he, he he's just beating everybody up. He, he's attacking people, blah, blah, blah. Took down everybody in the Battle Royal, except for the, the promoter, the owner of the promotion, who proceeded to eliminate him from the Battle Royal. Like, what a hero. You just don't see that anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Nobody else could stand up to the chainsaw guy except for the promoter. I would have thought Times it was have great changed. if the guy had thought, yeah, I, like it would have been awesome if the chainsaw guy had cut off his arm and then he still somehow managed to eliminate the chainsaw guy with the other arm. Like that would have been amazing. Uh-huh. Or, or beating with the arm that was cut off. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Like there's just no showmanship today, you know? No, it, yeah. I think the the the, the <laughs> art is gone, and it goes back to the storytelling. It's it's yes, yes. Everybody wants wants their spot. Everybody wants their you know their move, and you know I, yep. I think it was um um 
what's his name? Um, Corbin Barron was talking about, or Baron Corbin, sorry, talking about. He did an interview and he asked if, if he could win the world title or never have somebody kick out of his finisher. What would he want? And he said, "I would want. I would never want anyone to kick out of my finisher." You know, mm-hmm. because he's he, he's selling that as listen. This is the be all end all. When I hit you with this, it's over. It's lights out. So you know, yeah. it, he he would he would want that. As it's opposed smart. to a you know a world title run, which I think is 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 good. Yeah, uh, Stroh's former tag team partner, uh, man by the name of Jake Roberts, he he did a couple kind of little stuff here and there for a couple companies. Yeah, 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 yeah he, I think he's around for a cup of coffee. I think. Yeah, he had a stay or two in different. <laughs> right. Bounced around a lot, you know. But anyway, no, he, he we had him on this show years ago, and I can remember him saying. Uh, because my question was something like, you know, did it ever bug you that you never won the world title? And Jake and like, his uh, kind of raspy, you know, Jake Jake voice. It sounded like he was cutting a promo on me. He goes, well, you know, like, no, because, like, here's the thing. Um, it's all fake. And then he's like, <laughs> which was funny in and of itself that he would say that. And then he goes, but here's the thing. Like, I always valued the fact that, like, nobody kicked out of the DDT. Like, to me, that was like having the title, because everybody else had these finishers, other than Hulk Hogan, of course, which Sid ruined. More on that in a second. One of my favorite stories. But no, uh, everybody other than, like, Hogan and Jake had these finishers that people would kick out of. You know? that, that and, and that when he hit that DDT, you knew the match was over. So, like, if he was wrestling somebody, and he, if he didn't beat him, it's because he couldn't he couldn't get the DDT. So, and that was special. It's not like that anymore. Uh, the funny thing with Sid, I, for a lot of people, they might not remember, um, he actually, there was some sort of a, t- when he fought Hogan at WrestleMania 8, there was some sort of an issue with the timing where I guess Papa Shango was supposed to come out, but he came out late, supposed to break up the pin, whatever, and Sid kicked out of the leg drop. He's the only person up to that point to have ever kicked out of Hulk Hogan's leg drop. And it was like this huge deal because, like I I said, for whatever it had been, 20 years, nobody had ever kicked out of this thing. Uh, So Sid kicks out, WrestleMania 8, and uh, years later we're on the radio, we're doing like radio stuff with uh, the VOC Nation when we were on Terrestrial, and uh, my partner at the time... Frank called Sid, and I can't do the voice. I really can't. But he's like, Sid, it's Hulk, brother. And, and Sid's like, oh, yeah, what up, what's up? And and you know, my partner, Namar, he goes, why'd you kick you out at eight, brother? You ruined my legacy. And it was just the funniest thing, watching Sid get all flustered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ruined my legacy, brother. Why'd you have to kick out at eight? All right. Uh, anyway, enough of that. Enough of that. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, finishers aren't what they used to be. Uh, just watch an elite match, and you'll know that finishers aren't what they used to be. Um, right. Right, Kenny Omega, prop, prop, <laughs> props to Kenny Omega. He's going to be wrestling on Dark for the first time in, like, three years. Um, I can only imagine he's going to destroy some local talent. Maybe do all of CM Punk's moves. 
<laughs> I was never, I'm never a, a, a big fan of Kenny Omega. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like him personally. Uh, having dealt with him over the years, um, but I, I and I like the Young Bucks personally, but. I don't know, something with the elite and the way they carry themselves on that show. It's just so arrogant. It It's so much like... Stro, you probably don't agree with me, but there was a time in the 2000s where, like, you knew that Hunter had a lot of stroke, and it's it just like, he became, like, insufferable. He was like, you couldn't... Like, I could see John Cena, why he always should win. It never made sense to me when Triple H was always Superman and always the coolest guy in the room. But he was. And that's how that's the vibes that I get from the Elite. They're the coolest guys in the room and no one ever gets over on them. Inmates run the asylum, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I guess that's what it is. I guess that's what it is, yeah. And like I said, they're great. They're great inmates. Fantastic fellas, all, all three of them. Um, but, yeah, on that show, they ain't given me a whole lot of reasons. My, my favorite part about about them is really their entrance. That, that really is, like, my favorite part about what they do. You know, it's like when Cody used to come out, it was like every, every like, dynamite was like WrestleMania, you know? Yeah. <laughs> With the fireworks and the, the music and the... The lighting and that the whole entourage coming out with them—it was like, yeah, I, I felt like I was watching him in UFC or something. The way they were, yeah, <laughs> just funny, just funny. I didn't see them doing that for Jungle Boy. Just got to know the right people. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Even Tony Khan, when he was, like, briefly a heel on television, when they were doing the crossover stuff with Impact, he was, like, that cool heel that no one ever got over on. Uh-huh. <laughs> he started calling himself the Forbidden Door. <laughs> it's amazing. No. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm glad Triple H is, by and large, not on TV. I think he's better served behind the scenes. Well, it's it's what's best for business. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We. I, I wonder if there's going to be a day when we get all the... Like, forget Vince or whatever. Like, is there going to be a day where Stephanie comes out and ruins Raw with a 20-minute monologue? Is that going to come when Vince isn't in charge? I don't know. I'm kind of thinking it might not. Yeah, I, I think with Triple H at the controls, I, I think he he's learning from the mistakes that they made and, you know, what to do and what not to do. Yes. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. So it's interesting times, for sure. Um, both AEW and WWE have things they could improve on. But by and large, I, I think they're both very good at certain things. Imagine if they ever got together. The show would be amazing. Well, I guess it depends on who books it. But <laughs> you know right, I mean? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It has potential. It definitely has potential to be to be a good show. Yeah. Imagine if Paul Heyman booked the WWE AEW crossover show. 
it would probably be like the best show of all time. No, yeah. Again, I think, you know, Paul Heyman for, maybe I'm wrong, but, you know, by and large is, you know, kind of misunderstood, you know, and some, you know, I guess for some of his other previous business dealing, you know, he's has a bad reputation, but the guy's brilliant. There's no, there's no choice about it. He's, he's, he's brilliant at what he does. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that's, and that's, and again, bring it full circle back to the bloodline. That's, you know, that's, he's a huge part of the reason why it feels important. It is important. It's, uh, it's something where if you're multitasking and that group comes on, you stop whatever you're doing generally and watch what they're doing. You know, and that's yeah. rare in wrestling today. I think, you know, most of the time, at least for me, and I'll, I'll tell you what, like, I watch a lot of wrestling because I talk about it and I write about it often for a living. And because of that, because there's so much content that I have to digest every every day, every week, a lot of it is multitasking, you know? A lot of it is doing other things while shows are on. Right. Uh, but, you know, where, but, where you could essentially catch the highlights of something, you know, when yeah. when they come on, you, you're you watching it from, from the beginning to the end. Exactly. Exactly. You know, one trick I learned years ago is if you ever want to get, like, a real fast grasp of what happened on a show, you can literally fast forward through the matches and just watch the segments and the en- and the entrances and it'll be a little boring but during the entrance they always are talking about the angles for each match they're talking about kind of where they're headed and what the upcoming matches are and the backstage stuff obviously supplements that the matches themselves that's just the filler to get you through 3 hours basically yeah that, that, you that know? almost so like, it, like you could watch raw in about you could watch Raw in about 25 minutes if you fast forward through the matches and commercials. Yeah, it, it almost I get a like really good it, grasp of what they're doing. Yeah, right. They got it almost kind of reversed, where the like you said, right. the entrances and and the promos are telling the story, and the match yeah. is just well, this is what happened. Whereas you know, it used to be the match was telling exactly. the story. That you know, the, the the commentators were commentating on it, and then. The, the backstage segment backed up what just happened or is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And if you miss something by any chance, they got a million replays in the same show to remind you of what yeah. you already saw. I would say it's probably 30 to 40 minutes just of replays. So... Yeah. yeah, you, 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 you can take a, a, a three-hour show and condense it down to 30 minutes. Yep. Yes, yeah, you could. Very easily. Very easily. And if nothing else, Hulu has it for 90. So. <laughs> yeah. Which ends up being like 70 without commercials. Uh, <laughs> but, but with that, you... With that, what I don't like about the Hulu version is you don't have the discrepancy. Like, you can't say, I really like Tozawa. I want to see whatever he's in. Because they'll just cut that out. 
you know, they cut out all right. the fluff, all the nonsense, which, yeah. I mean, I, I like, I, I'm sure you know enough about me by now to know I like a little nonsense with my wrestling. Well, you, you, you need yeah. it. You need, you need yeah. that nonsense. You, you need to, you know, listen, every, 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 you know, I'll, you know, I'll take, you know, Abbott and Costello, you know, Laurel and Hardy, they all work because one guy was serious and the other guy was a, a little off. You know, right? And you, you, right. But listen, you don't you don't need the guy that's a little off on for three hours. You, you just <laughs> sprinkle it in there every once in a while. Yeah, make it. You know, and, and exactly. Yeah, like 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 Santino Morello. You know, I thought he was a great, you know, five or ten minute bit in a in a three hour show. He, yeah. he brought that little bit of, of levity and and kind of I don't want to say ridiculousness to make it sound like I'm undermining it, but that little bit of comic relief. In the middle of, of all the seriousness that was going on. Well, one of one of my favorite episodes of Raw at all time, and it was a throwaway episode in the middle of an era that was absolute. It was during the PG era, so that that in and of itself just kind of tells you. Uh, but the whole premise of the show, it was right before Christmas, and it, it took place in Toronto. And the whole premise of the entire Raw was that Santino Morello was going to come out at the end and tell all the kids in the crowd that Santa Claus didn't exist. <laughs> this, and, and this, I don't know who wrote this show. I'm assuming that Paul Heyman had a part in it because it was a perfect arc where they laid it out in the beginning. They said what he was going to do without actually saying it. Uh, that he, they, the entire show, they kept coming back to him or whatever. And at the end, he comes out for the big reveal to ruin everybody's Christmas, and John Cena comes out and makes the save. And it was amazing. It was right. one of the best written roles I can ever remember. And, and I'm throwing in the attitude error with that. Uh, just, just, just the fact, the premise that he's going to go out there and ruin Christmas for people by telling these kids that there's no Santa Claus. And of course, the hero wins at the end of the day. Um, you don't usually get that kind of forethought in a wrestling show today. <laughs> it was, no. It was something. I remember it was in Toronto. In fact, I think because I think it was when Santino was with Beth Phoenix and Trish came out with John Cena to take out Beth Phoenix. It was something like that. I might not have it totally right, but I'm definitely right oh. about the premise. I'll, I'll, I'll have to YouTube it tomorrow and, and rewatch yeah. it. I, I remember it. I just don't remember all of the details, but I do remember it being a, a, a really, really good show. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah. So, um, I'm, uh, anything else, Howard? I feel like we did a good job tonight. Yeah, no, we, it, you know, it was a good show. <laughs> we we had our, our ups and downs, but, but it was good. The callers are fun. You got to admit, they'll, they'll win you over at some point. <laughs> Even if it's by hitting you over the head repeatedly until you're... Just beaten but down. That's, that's all right. That's all right. I, I've been hit upside the head enough times. I'll, I'll be all right. Yeah. Rat Boy's been my pet since I had to pick him up off the side <laughs> of the road one time. Literally. Uh, no. <laughs> Actually, my partner, uh, Bruce, were the, the voice of choice, uh, the VOC and VOC Nation. He uh, He's my business partner now, but for years we did the, the radio show out of Washington Township. 
um, on WNJC. Um, Bruce was married to this girl, Stroh, who told him, I do not want Ratboy in my car. Like, she would mm-hmm. not, she refused to let him. So one day, Bruce is driving along the highway to a show in her car, and it's pouring rain. It, I mean, it is pouring rain. And he's, he gets off the highway, and he's just walking like, he, he's riding, like, you know, off the exit to wherever he's going. And on the side of the road, walking in the pouring rain, is Ratboy. Mm. Ratboy. And so what does Bruce do? He stops over and he picks up Ratboy because it's pouring rain. And you know he's walking to that same shell. So anyway, Bruce has been married three times. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's okay, we can laugh about it now. Uh, <laughs> he always, he'll tell anybody that listens that uh, Ratboy ruined his first marriage. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Howard, uh, anything that you wanted to plug for this week? Well, no. I just wanted, you know, wish everybody a merry Christmas. And, you know, and you know, be safe. And you know, as you're traveling, and especially with the, you know, bad weather that's coming, you know, be safe, be smart, and you know, everybody just enjoy their family and enjoy the holiday. Yeah. Merry Christmas. And uh, I couldn't be more excited. To uh, have you on board, I'm very blessed for that, and uh, it, the show has just been absolutely tremendous the last couple weeks. Uh, so thank you so much, and again, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you. Uh, show, what do you got going on, man? Ah, uh, we're just um, just looking forward to a nice Christmas and a Happy Holiday season. Um, next week, I'm going to be with we'll return next Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for 2022. Looking forward to that. But uh, all of you have a wonderful uh, Christmas. Yes. Uh, happy holidays to everybody, each and every one of you. Uh, we'll be back on the air next week for the drunken episode of In- That just got really loud on me. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll be back next week for the drunken episode of In the Room right here on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Check us out on VOCNation.com. Uh, you'll be able to check out the show live from the link right on there. And, of course, don't forget to check out the archived versions of the show available not just on VOCNation.com, but on all your favorite podcast providers as well. Check out all the other great content that VOC Nation has, in particular WCW Retro and Bumps and Thumps have just been tremendous these last couple weeks, so be sure to check them out as well. And uh, that's going to do it. Thank you to the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. Everybody have a great holiday. Merry Christmas. Whatever you celebrate. Just do it safe and have fun, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Love you all very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.